Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Dr. Paul Ruff, you need to go see him. How about a little mommy makeover? You feeling like a little liposuction, maybe a little Botox for the summer? I am. I love it. And my forehead still moves. People always were like, oh, your forehead's not going to move. My forehead moves. I love my Botox and lip injections. And chemical peel, I can't wait to go for another. Dr. Uh, Paul Ruff is amazing. We love him. His website is westendplasticsurgery.com. You need to book your appointment today or call 202-785-4187. Tell him that you heard the Hey Frage podcast and Paul and Sarah sent you. That's westendplasticsurgery.com. I love it. And the hottest ticket in town, Sarah, Dreamscape at the Lincoln Theater is coming up on Saturday, May 6th. The world's hottest dancers are coming together for a show-stopping evening of dance. Dreamscape in support of City Dance's free after-school dream program. And it's hosted by Debbie Allen! Debbie Allen! So exciting. And I'm actually hosting a fame-themed dance party after the party with Debbie Allen. Oh my God. Okay, great. Get your tickets now at citydance.net, 25 and 38 bucks. Perfect. <laughs> oh, thank God you're back. Oh, my yeah. God. I've missed you. Where have you been? 
What's the phrase that you hear every day? Hey, phrase. What's the phrase that you hear every day? Hey, phrase. What's the phrase that you hear every day? Hey, phrase. What's the phrase? We have a little audience today. Tune in, yeah, you gotta tune in. Sarah Fraser on the mic, and she about to begin. It's the best podcast in all of the land. Take it from me, you should be listening. Live from the nation's cap, pop culture at its best. No need a second guess. Separated from the rest, entertaining nonetheless. Many topics to address. Sarah, she's so glamorous, the number one hostess. Oh, welcome to the Hey Fresh podcast. It is Wednesday. We are super excited to be here. Paul Wharton was away at Coachella, <laughs> and it seems like you've been gone a week. Baby, baby. Where have you been? You know that Cindy Lauper song, I drove all night, <laughs> I flew all night to get to you. Yes. I flew all night to get to you. Oh my God, thank you. And your text is so funny. You're texting me this morning at like 8 o'clock, and I'm like... I know, were you awake? <laughs> you see those short texts I sent back? You're like, what? Okay. You want me to do what? Who? Uh, wait a minute now. Huh? <laughs> you did seem a little yeah. like, okay, yes, yeah, uh-huh, exactly. later. I was like, okay, oh, you poor thing. I know you must be beat. What time did you get in? Um, I actually got to Dulles at 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh, my God, you did? And then yeah. you got to get like. And then I left my car there, so I drove home. Oh, so, okay, you drove yourself back I from Dulles at back 2 from, in the morning? At 2 in the morning. Dear God, you should have just come to the improv and slept here Exactly, the stage. exactly. <laughs> you know, it's so interesting. I had so much anxiety driving at 2 o'clock in the morning. Why? Like, driving while black. Like, I, I, I felt it coming from Dulles. I have to tell you. I set that thing to 55. I was saying, I was like, wait, now, Jesus, wait a take the wheel. Is it because you were out in Virginia? Yeah, or black just... man in a big old BMW. Hell yeah. <laughs> I was like, let me get my ass back to the city. <laughs> Shoot, I'm out here. Well, they're not that redneck in Dulles. Well. I mean, you got to come, you got to go out further. I think when you get out, like I'm trying to think of where you start seeing the Confederate flags, I guess beyond Middleburg. That's when that's when it's like danger zone. I don't know. Well, the anxiety was definitely there, but I made it back safe. <laughs> Thank God. We're so Thank glad to have Lord. you back. It's good to be back. Although well, I love L.A. Oh, really good. Did you find a place for us to live? I want to move there, too. I'm moving with you. So would you? could you live there, by the way? I probably think? could. But it's so funny. I met a new friend. Her name is Sasha. She's actually a Russian pop star. Sasha Gradiva. Look her up when you get Sasha a chance. Sasha Gradiva. How do I G-R-A-Diva. Sasha Gradiva. And she lived in the Hollywood Hills. I went to her house. And it's so funny. She's like, oh, I'm thinking about selling my house or maybe renting it. And Sasha I said, well, maybe Gradiva. I'll just rent this house in the Hollywood Hills. I said, how much do you want for it to rent? She's like, oh, I don't know, seventeen or $18,000 for a three-bedroom oh, house. Oh, sister, in your dreams. Wow, she's got 229,000 followers on Insta. Isn't it amazing? Like, these people have a massive following, and I've never heard of them before in my life. Is this her Billboard charted performer? Uh, yeah, that's her. Grammy gun girl, anti-violist activist, Periscope. That's her. Really? That is Sasha Gradiva. So she <laughs> was very cool. We listened. To, we actually went to Coachella together, and we listened to her music on the way down. How was she? Was she a good singer? She's great. She's pop. You know, she's dance. It's fun. It's it's hip. Well, yeah. I need to hear all your stories. And by the way, are you going to share the one about <laughs> Coachella? You are like. Should I share this? Should I save it for the show? Because I have a good personal story that I'm going to lay on you today. Okay. So, that sounds really uh, interesting. Yeah, about Dan and Mai's bathroom bathroom duties. Ooh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I need, you know, I'm on a health kick right now, but it's going to cause me to have to have a cocktail. So... Um, I want to hear, we have to get at least one story from Coachella, because yeah. everybody loves your stories. Well, Coachella actually 
it was really interesting. Um, that wasn't the juicy story. I mean, the juice that was fun. First of all, it was like flashback to being 21. Everybody was drunk and messy, but it was a lot of fun. Oh my god! And I the bet. best part of my experience is this one girl I'm walking through, and let me tell you something. I had so perfectly accessorized my outfit. <laughs> no, I studied that shit. I googled it. I was like Coachella best outfits, and I put I pulled the best pieces. So it was like a bunch of high low. I had like the cut off shorts with the holes, but an Hermes belt. So like fifty dollars shorts with a six hundred dollar belt. You know what I mean? Like you gotta let the kids know. If you're not wearing something that they can't afford, how do they know to look up to you, right? <laughs> Literally, literally, right. Literally, L.A. He's already moved. I'm very mind, L.A. people. I'm very moved. L.A. So okay. I'm walking through the place, and this one girl oh smacks her friend, this guy, and she's like, "You see, that's how you dress at Coachella." And I was like, "You got that shit right, girl." Mm-mm-mm. Oh, I felt like a million dollars. You looked like a million dollars, which you always do. So that was like nothing new. But I have read over the years that people actually get plastic surgery specifically for Coachella because it is just such a sea of beautiful people. Was everyone there gorgeous? Everyone was was like. Was there any sloppy people? You know how sometimes you'll walk yeah, the streets. There were and, a few. Really? Oh, good. All right. Well, I can Wait, go. if you look through the pictures. Oh, please. <laughs> you're fabulous. Are you kidding me? No, but you know no, everybody was there to I have would, a. See, I got it. Like, I don't know that I would put that much time in my effort, like in my outfit anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you ever? You never feel this way because you're always like dressed to impress. But I'm at the age now. I don't really care. Like, I don't well, know. it's a bit staged. I mean, if you look at everybody's outfit, it's kind of like everybody dressed in a costume. There, okay, right, you know right, what I mean? Because right, yeah. it's like, oh, we're trying to be, you know, bohemian, chic, and, and oh, everybody has fringes, and like you wear cut off shorts with boots, which of course I bought right into that shit, okay? <laughs> I had on some brown suede boots with some cut off shorts, I mean, and a hat, and a bandana. Oh, I did it all, like 10 necklaces. Oh, just, you look great. Oh, the evil eye shit, like, oh, stay away from me, Jesus protects me, God is with me, you know? And the most interesting part of my experience there is this young guy comes up with his friend. They're very cute guys, I don't know, in their early 20s. And he says, (laughs) he comes up and he's like, oh my God, I was standing over there. I had to come over. I feel a connection, but I have to tell you something. I just tripped on acid for the first time. (laughs) I'm tripping my balls off. I just want to know if you will go behind this bush and lay with me. I mean... I was like, I just got here. I haven't even had my first drink yet. Was that code for I want to have sex with you, or do you think he just really wanted you to lay well, down? That's what he really him? said. I just didn't want to say oh, that well. here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but this is—you got to do anything goes on this. You got to share that. All right, yeah. Right. So yeah, that's what he said. And I, so I'm just like, so well, wait like, a minute. Who you been talking to? <laughs> you know, who's who blabbed? Yes, we're now already. Who, in the LA. word on the street is that I go in the bushes. <laughs> Shit. But I said, you know, when in Rome, you're at Coachella. I guess you got to do what you got to do. No, I didn't know. Of oh, course that's awesome. not. No, I was going to ask you if you hooked up with anybody. No, absolutely. Oh, well, I did in my trip, but not not there at Coachella. Oh, my God. I want to go and totally hook up with people. I also want to go to Burning Man and then ride naked on a bicycle and just, like, have random sex with people. I'm not that cool. Burning Man is a bit much. I don't like to be uncomfortable. I don't want that sand in my eye and shit in my teeth, gritty mouth and stuff. I can't do that. It's the sand between my toes. Mm-mm. Because at Coachella, people like don't stay right as much. Like they don't. You know how at Burning Man, it's like you're in the desert. Everybody sleeps right. there. Some people bring in these hundred thousand dollar RVs, but it's supposed to be like this group camping experience. That doesn't really happen at Coachella, right? Most people go back to a hotel. Honey, I was back in Beverly Hills by like ten o'clock at night, like <laughs> sipping on a cocktail. Trust me, my experience was. 
because for a good time, not for a long time. Well, I see you all, you know, all your Instagrams, which people can follow you, Paul Wharton style. Is that yeah, your that's Insta? what it is, yeah. Uh, you are with Nicole Murphy, yes. who's the ex-wife of Eddie Murphy. You, we got to get her on the podcast. We I can. Wanna, he, I would love. Like, it, what does she do now? Well, she's actually working on a reality show with E, trying to get this show done oh. about uh, her and her daughters. And the word on the street Smart. is that that may be the new Kardashian show. Really? Because the Kardashians are having really low ratings, and they have a contract for four more years, but the show is kind of like crashing and burning. You know, Caitlyn gets no uh, no viewers on yeah, her show. Yeah, Caitlyn's show was canceled, right? Aren't they doing the like one more? They I might be doing so. one more. One more season, and then it's toast. The book isn't selling. I know. She's got and, problems. And Caitlyn Jenner, by the way, is here in D.C. tomorrow night. I know, because I was with her makeup artist boyfriend at the Abbey, his name wait, is wait, Ryan. Wait a minute. This is like breaking news. <laughs> so Caitlyn Jenner has a makeup artist boyfriend? This guy no, says that no, 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 no. Her makeup artist has a boyfriend. His oh. name is Ryan. Okay, gotcha. And he told me she was coming to D.C. on Thursday, and so he offered to hook me up with them. I don't know if I like Caitlyn's makeup. I don't know if I like the fact that she's still out there talking about, you know, live and let live, but I'm so happy I voted for Trump still. It's just kind of like, I know. didn't you get burned enough on Ellen? I don't feel like anybody supports her, really. I mean, do you? I don't, I mean, maybe the LGBTQ community does. I don't know. But you don't really hear a lot about Caitlyn anymore. And you don't. It's, I don't know. I still watch the Kardashians. I, I do agree. There's no storyline anymore. They don't really want to go into what's going on in their lives. The whole Kanye thing was brushed over. Like, oh, mm -hmm. Kim can't really talk to him. And he said, you know, they don't really dish anymore. So. Well, you know, the Kardashians used to inspire me to, like, bigger, better, yeah. go more, go harder. You know, but now that show Billions is on Showtime, and that's all I watch. <laughs> I'm just like, Billions. That's all. Like. I'm, I'm done on with billions. 100 million. It's billions. It's, now. it's billions. We got to figure this situation out. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, good. Well, we're glad you're back. And um, if you do decide that you want to reveal this story, that, that now you've got me peaked. <laughs> well, right? there were well, many me stories. I had a great. Uh, I just had a really, really wonderful visit. I was telling you about the Abbey. One thing that I'll ask you a question about this: Ooh, um, yeah, when you go and you're visiting some other city, okay? So basically, I went and I stayed with a new friend. Okay. A friend that I met through a friend. Um, but because he offered, and he had the tickets to Coachella and that whole thing, so I booked a last-minute flight, and I rolled out there. So what responsibility do you have to always be hanging around that person? Because, see, I'm kind of like, have oh. credit card, will go. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, all my charges and shit work. Like, let me just go about my own business. Have credit card, will go. Okay. Um, well, no, I, I'm a type of person, like, I like somebody for a couple hours or, you know, I, I'm, I travel with only, like, select people because I like... I like a lot of people time, and then I like some me time, and I like to go with a group where everybody feels like, hey, let's take a day and we'll all do our own thing. I don't like to be with somebody that needs to be with me 24-7. But right. I, I mean, but like, if I traveled with you or whatever, I would honestly, I'm so go with the flow. If you were like, you know what, I feel like sleeping in, I'm going to go to the spa, and I was like, okay, you know what, I want to go here, it wouldn't bother me at all. I'd yeah. be like, cool, let's, we'll reconvene for dinner. Okay. So that's how I would roll. Right. And I like people that are down with that. I've traveled with people who don't want to do that. And when I travel with my mother, I mean, my mom and I are, like, attached to the hip. So mm -hmm. she never does anything without me. She's like, oh, I'll go. But people say that they're down for that. But then when you make another plan, they look at you <laughs> sideways. like You're like, well, I'm not well, eating that oatmeal. It might have ground-up glass in it. I mean, yeah. but I'm, th I'm assuming that's because you're probably planning fabulous lunches, right, with some other people that might not be including this. Well, this they guy might be anticipating that I'm doing that. And so, like, so what's the plan today? Oh, what? Huh? 
You know, I'm kind of like, oh, my God, you are clocking me. Like, I need a moment to get my thoughts together. Hold on, let me see what's going on, you know? And the other thing I realized about myself is, I guess because I've been kind of living alone for so long. Oh, yeah, I bet you're very independent. I like to do things on my own, like... Uh, Runyon Canyon. That was a big part of my experience oh. there. So every morning I would go for a hike in Runyon Canyon and I realized that I don't like someone talking to me the whole time. I'm in Runyon Canyon. And yeah. how can you tell that person that you want to take in? I mean, you're up there above the entire city, you know, with your thoughts. I had the best music playing in my, you know, my headphones. It was just a fabulous experience. And then I hear like, <laughs> all the way up the motherfucking canyon. I hear that yapping in my ear. Oh, my God. No, I hear you. I think, unfortunately, you just have to have those moments where you say to the person, look, I love you, but I just, I'm in, I'm in, I'm having a moment. I have to just hike this quietly. Right. And hopefully that person is mature enough to take it. So check this out. I will share this. So the second Ooh. day on the canyon. Share. Share it. The second all. day. So the, that friend and then um, Sasha Gradiva. She came right. to do the Russian running, pop star. Russian pop star. So we get to the canyon. There's two ways to go up. Okay. There is the paved way, and there's the rocky way. So you got to really climb the rocky way. Okay, I saw the rocky way. It looked to me like I was going to chip my tooth. I'm not down to come back to work with a chipped tooth. Okay, I'm not yeah. down for that. You beautiful. Why teeth. do I want to scratch up my knees on that? Good point. And my elbows. Okay. I want to go the paved way. So they wanted to go the rocky way. So I said, well, you guys can go the rocky way. Yeah. I'll go the paved way. Like, I'm cool. I have my music. Yeah, you're ready to so be I by yourself. So I sensed a little like, hmm. So later, <laughs> and I will share more about this in great detail on the live show on May 12th. Oh, okay, okay, good. Mm -hmm. Good tease. Later, I get a message from this person saying, you know, you are really not a team player, and it's all about you, and you just like to do what you want to do, and, you know, like yesterday, when you just had to go your own way. Yes, I get to do that. I'm Paul Wharton, and you know what? Whether your name is John Smith or <laughs> Sally Carruthers or whatever your name is, you get to do that, too. You know, if you grown. Yeah, yeah, do if, you. If no other person is paying your bills, ain't there. None of y'all got nothing on these bills. Back the you-know-what up. I mean, you know, I said I wasn't going to curse anymore, so I'm... <laughs> I'm backing them up. So now, the live show, I'm going to go in. Go in. I'm going to go in. But this person told me that I wasn't a team player and I like to do me, 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 me. And you know what? And that's okay. Look, I am with you. I have sensitive friends. And no matter what you do, how you text, how you say it, they're always at some point offended. And now I just go, I don't care. Like, whatever. Honestly, I mean... You know, if if you're going to, you know me, you know my character. If you have a problem with how I delivered it or whatever, then, you know, so be it. You know, I think good for you. I can't wait to hear the finale of the oh, story. Oh, well, but. there's there's a lot to that. But the <laughs> uh, another highlight of my trip, the last day I was there, my good friend Vivica A. Fox, which who you all know. Yes, we got to get her on the show, mm -hmm. too, because she had a big fight with my old radio station, 1073. What happened? After we got fired, um, the Jack Diamond Morning Show did some, oh, she had like a interview lined up on the phone, and I think she was running 10 minutes late, which is pretty standard when you do these interviews. But essentially, I think the producer, when she called, said, oh, no, sorry, we moved on. We're not interested in um, recording with you. And I think she like flipped out or something. I guess they get his side of the story. Okay. No, I think they ended up tweeting out. I think people were saying, hey, why aren't you having Vivica on? And they, 107.3 tweeted out, yeah, sorry, she was really late on her phone calls. And then she snapped back and was basically like, hey, look, I'm, you know, I told you I gave you plenty of warning. Don't be throwing me under the bus. And then sure. like they went back and forth at it for a while. 
It was good dirt. Wow. Okay, I'll ask her about that for yeah. sure. Yeah. Oh my so, god. So the last day there. Yeah. Did she ever come to DC? She does. We gotta get. Oh my god. She'd be amazing. First she, of all, I does. don't know why. I'm gonna. I'm going with you, and I'm gonna just trail these people and get yeah. all their phone numbers and be like, Hey, uh, we get this podcast show together. You so could just ask me done. for it. I'll call them. I mean, it's okay. So the last day. Let me tell you something. I was feeling so Beverly Hills. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I had a moment, honey, and this was after I had a little fight with the, with the other friend I love out it. there. Okay. Oh, he acted a slam fool. He acted a straight up fool. A fool. Um, <laughs> Tore his draws. You know what that means? What's Terry? What's Tore? Tore his draws. That means you completely came outside yourself and showed your ass. Oh, okay. <laughs> you tore your draws and your ass showed. So he tore his draws. But anyway, my eye was on the prize. He was not going to mess up my amazing Beverly Hills afternoon. I got myself together. I look so good. I smell you like did. heaven. Oh, no, no, no. This The last day I was there, mm-mm-mm-mm. that sun had shined down on me. I had a little glow. I called me a nice uh, black car to take me over to Beverly Hills. I walked up in Barney's. The people were like, hoo-hoo, you better do you doing it today. I'm telling you, it was a Beverly Hills moment. You do look like Beverly Hills. You do. I did that day. I don't know if I do every day, but that day, oh, I look like Beverly Hills. So we went up to Fred's. Um, in Barney's, and we had an amazing lunch, and we sat out on the terrace. It was just, we talked business, we talked relationships, we talked, you know, I'll share more about that. Maybe I'll have her call in for our live show. <gasps> yeah, yes, we should. That would be amazing. That would be a lot of fun. All right, well, I'm Great glad trip. you're back. We missed you, and Thank now you. back to work. <laughs> No more play for you. You're, you've got to work. Um, look, we have so much to talk about on the show. We were going through the show prep before we started. So um, I'm fascinated by this woman whose husband is probably going to jail because her Fitbit revealed this about her murder. This is like mm. nuts, this story. Also, a listener emailed us, and she wants our sincere advice. She gets cold sores, and she wants to know how she can date with cold sores. And when I read you the email, I just want, like, there's a specific line about me that I think you're going to find hysterical. Okay. And then also, um... <laughs> Uh-oh. What? No, nothing. You already know what it is? I'm you're dreading just like, that, yeah. And then also we got to talk about this um, story here in D.C. where they, t- they tested several seafood restaurants. Do you think at these high-end seafood restaurants in D.C. where you're going and you're spending $45 for the swordfish, all the sides are an additional amount of money, how many of those restaurants do you think really served you the fish you think you're getting? Well, I mean, at the really high-end ones, I thought that they all did. Not exactly. Not so much. <laughs> would you be so pissed if you found out that they were? I sure would. <laughs> would you come out your drawers? <laughs> tear your drawers. Tear your it's called drawers. tear your drawers tear and your, show your ass. Tear your drawers and show your <laughs> show your ass. All right. Uh, by the way, we're getting so, somewhere. Uh, I said we had an audience today, but we actually have a new intern. And did Yay. you see this? The intern has a very unique skill. She does impressions. She does? Yes, she's working on impressions of us. Okay, AJ, come up here. You have to do this. I want you to guess who she's doing. Okay. Okay? So this is a very famous, she impersonates a very famous reality. Hi, good to see you. (laughs) A very famous reality star. Okay. Okay? Let me see. Go for it. Hey, guys. Um, I'm a mother of three, and... My deadbeat ex, oh. never married. Courtney Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! I hey guys, that was amazing. That yeah. was so great. I'm so glad that you guessed it like right off the bat. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, that inflection, right? 
Yeah. Seriously, we hired, we just hired her yesterday. I know you weren't there, but we just hired her because we were like, when she could do that impression, we were like sold. Oh my god, I love it. Now we got to prank call people who are Courtney's biggest fans and see how long we can keep them on the line. Is that what we want to do? Yeah, sure, absolutely. Okay. I love screwing with people. <laughs> Who's got a friend that, that? What the world needs now to be screwed with <laughs> by Sarah and Paul. I love it. Well, we'll give you a gift card if you stay on the line. Okay. I like all that. <laughs> we'll give you tickets to our live show. What did you do while I was going, by the way? Oh, my God. Um, let's see. What did I do? This is always the really big question. Um, you know, while I was um, working, mm-hmm. um, hmm. What else was I doing? (laughs) We worked yesterday at your office. Mm -hmm. trying to think of what I did this past weekend. You know, I've been having migraines. Okay. So I'm not sure if it's allergy related or if it's sometimes I think I... um, You're not pregnant, are you? I don't know because the IUD is out of my cervix. I did have that out while you were away. It actually fell out. It was crazy. You buried the lead on that, huh? (laughs) Oh, yeah. I did get my IUD removed. Okay. Yeah, there is that. It was so wild. I was really worried because when you get an IUD, it's very painful to have it put in because your uterus doesn't want anything in it. Yeah. And IUDs work very well usually for a woman that's already had her baby because it's kind of stretched everything else. So it's Mm -hmm. much easier to put it in. Mm Mm-hmm. So, you know, mine had migrated. I was having serious cramps. It had migrated down to my cervix, and it had to come out. So I was very nervous thinking that this was going to be extremely painful mm. and, like, what it was to go in. And she was like, oh, no, 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 it's it's not, you know, painful. And um, I'd had it, like, in a month in my cervix, so I was kind of, like, so nervous. I was mm. like, can we just kind of leave it in there? Because yeah. I don't really want to take it out. I'm really kind of scared about this. And she's like, no, 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 I'm telling you, this will be super easy. And she basically just, like, I, I mean, honestly, you've never had a pap smear, but it's it's like it's no, I haven't. <laughs> no, but she literally just like put the thing up there, and two seconds later, she's like, "Oh, oh!" She's like, "Wow, this was like ready. This was like coming out." Oh wow! I was like, "Oh my god!" I would have just I don't know. I would have passed, passed out. it like a stone. Yeah, probably. Wow. Exactly. It was that close. How big is it? Oh, it's tiny. Yeah. It's like this little big thing. That's yeah, tiny. It's like tea. Thing. The way you're holding your hand like that. It's like the what size do you think? of an it's like apple. two inches, maybe? <laughs> yeah, two inches tall. Okay, yeah. interesting. Anyway, so that's out. I'm now on, I'm trying a birth control, a progesterone, okay. a progesterone birth control to mm-hmm. see if I like that. Nice. But we'll see. You know, I'm not going to have a baby for like a year or two, but then I think once we're in a good place and we have our show, okay. I'm going to basically. You're going to yeah. do it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, before and then I'm marriage? I'm going to give birth like on Facebook Live. Before marriage? You're going to have to come. <laughs> Yeah, probably. I I tell you, I say this to you. I go back and forth between just doing a really small wedding at a nice restaurant here, inviting just immediate, immediate family, only 12 people, nobody else done, little ceremony, get it out of the way, to then I go, you know what? It is that that thing in your life that is kind of like you hope it's one time. I mean, I don't know. With me, it could be three or four, but so I might have many chances. (laughs) But anyway... I think it would be nice to do like a yeah. big party and invite people. I think so. We're party people. We are party people. Oh, we can people. get it sponsored. That's, that's what I thought. Yeah, okay, Star Jones. Star Jones is actually here today. She um, she's going to be down. Yeah, I might Where see her later. Where has she been? See, but I feel like when Star Jones started getting her wedding sponsored was the kiss of death. It was a kiss of death. Because people got tired. Like, you can go to that well so many times, and then people are like, all right. But the you're... good thing about this is there's nobody here to fire us. <laughs> that is true. Right? That is true. We can't get fired from our we can't own get fired. Genius. We're here, baby. So, anyway, Saturday I kind of had some plans, but then... 
started getting these migraines. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to lay low. Okay. And, um, you know, I'm, and you know, I'm almost at the tail end of this true crime murder podcast okay. that's coming out Great. in May. Oh, I can't wait. So that's been really difficult. Um, and uh, it's going to be a crazy story. I don't know. Do you think karma really plays into um, how you die? Oh, gosh. Maybe. Maybe. You I don't know. Because you're, you're very Buddhist. You're kind yeah. of a Buddhist. Mm -hmm. Kind of. Kind of. I'm spiritual, definitely. So um, I did that, and then Dan and I did have this discussion that I wanted your opinion on and wanted to know, because I think this is ridiculous. You know, we've been together like four years, right? Mm -hmm. So we share everything together. I tell him everything. This is what I was dreading, but okay. I'm, I'm rolling with <laughs> you. My hands just got clammy. Oh, she's Okay. Well, here's the thing. Okay. You've been in long-term relationships. Is it strange that, like, he does not want me to talk to him when he's using the restroom? He, he absolutely, like, Dan locks the doors in our own house. I am so I'm team like, Dan on this. I'm like, if something happens to you. Can you just you, give the man a moment <laughs> to take a fucking dump? You know, in peace. Everybody just wants a moment to be in peace. Okay, does anyone find that strange? I mean, no. you know, you've been married for a long time. Amos is here. Do you guys, do you, like, walk in on your wife when she's using the restroom? No, because you know what? When I go in okay, that door... Okay, does no one do this here? All right, interns, nobody does this. Okay, fine. What if you ever go into these made. houses where, like, you know, in the master bedroom, there's, like, no door on the bathroom, and I'm like, oh, yeah. oh <laughs> I'm not buying this thing. Okay. I mean, you know, it's, like, not happening. I need the door. Don't come All in right. there. In fact, if you even try I to come in the door, so I'm totally offended. I mean, that's my time. Okay, yeah, so that's what he says, too, and I'm like, it's so weird. Like, sometimes I'll just be like, hey, honey, what are you, you know, are you leaving? What time are you leaving today? And he, like, doesn't want me. He's like, can you not speak to me? I'm in the bathroom. I'm like, okay, I'm like. What do you need to know? Because I always have questions for him when he's in the bathroom. Is he can't wait, huh? No, sometimes you just got to ask somebody, and he, like, doesn't want to be, he does not Well, I mean, that's a bit sensitive. Maybe, I mean, you know, I don't know what he's doing. And then doing sometimes there, he locks the doors. I'm like, what's going on there? Are you doing coke? And then I just knock on the doors. What's going on in there? Does he whack off in there? Why are you, like, I don't know. No, he says that it's his, it's his time, and he thinks it's weird. Because you know that movie, This is 40, me. with, um, what's the guy, Paul Rudd? Oh, yes. <laughs> and the wife kept coming into the bathroom, and he's like, I'm just taking a poop. And, like, he had his iPad in there. Oh, iPad. Oh. <laughs> I lost my iPad, I know, by the Paul way. lost his iPad. Yeah. Um, There's two strikes against United. Uh, Dr. Dow and Paul Roth. And my, Paul Ford. And my freaking iPad. Oh, my God. I had everybody and all of United looking for it. And they were I like, tweeted excuse them. me, did you see us two weeks ago with Dr. Dow? This ain't shit. I tweeted them. I'm like, don't you want to do something nice for somebody? <laughs> I mean, don't you? Find my iPad. But, yeah. Oh, so the guy would be watching porn on his iPad in there. Maybe that's what Dan's doing. Yeah, he tells me doing. not. He tells me it's just strange. He tells me that he needs his time. But no, I guess I you guys agree. agree. I, I do agree with him. All right. Yeah. Well, well there was my big. You're in the bathroom and you try to talk to him. Because I'll do that with my boyfriend. He's like, stop talking to me. You're in the bathroom. Let me tell you something. She does not care because so, this one jumped up on the table to get that wax at Waxing the City. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm thinking this is a setup. I'm thinking we're just going to do a little, like, fake little. She's going to, you know, the woman's oh, going to no. put the wax on the, on the shag carpet and pull it up. And we're going to do a. Voila! Oh God, that was so painless. This one, the paintings were on the floor, the the legs were spread. I was like, "Well, shit, I'm still that way." Why? 
wait, wait, stop. Everybody stop. No, no, stop. And we didn't. We just kept, I kept taking didn't. my pants off everything. Your face. I'm trapped video. in the corner. You were trapped in the closet. That you thing could was right it. in my face. Oh, my God. So, no, she does not have a problem mm -hmm. talking while she's doing her thing. I don't. I mean, I, you know, I don't, I think I would draw the line. Like, I don't really want somebody in there. You know, you just yeah. want, you do want to, you know, but I'm like, you can't, I can't like ask you a couple questions. But, you know, I don't chill on the toilet, though. Do you, you just you chill on the toilet? No. I don't do that. I use my squatty potty. I, I, go. I squat, boom. I yeah. flush, boom. I drop, and then the shower water's running. I'm in there. Yeah, exactly. Because it's, it's like you know. <laughs> Thank you. Y'all so Me too much. Too. <laughs> no. <laughs> We need to have hey, those discussions. Uh, speaking of United Airlines, did you see the story where one of the security guards has come out and given his side of the story because he could be fired? And um, he says that Dr. Dow uh, basically injured himself. Do you believe that? I absolutely believe it. Uh, not only that, but the woman who was involved in the stroller incident with American Airlines has now secured the same attorney as Dr. Dow. Uh, so I just thought it was, I think the whole thing is really fascinating. And I think to most people now sort of agree that maybe Dr. Dow didn't help himself. Not only that, the security guard says once they did drag him off of the plane and stood he him up, back, he right? ran back to the plane and said there was no way in hell that they were going to get him off of there. He would be dead. And I'm like, dude, I feel like. Am I the only one that sort of doesn't have a lot of empathy for Dr. Dow? Or no. is everybody else like... He acted a fool. He told his draws. <laughs> I keep trying to tell y'all. He showed yeah, his like, ass, he told his draws, and he bit the armrest. I know. And that's what they're saying. And they bit say his that tongue. This security guard said that he basically slammed his own head into the uh, armrest, which then inflicted the bleeding and the chipped And I feel like he bit his tongue. I mean, I don't really know this much to say, but my intuition tells me... Mm -mm. I know. Something was off with that. Um, Aaron Hernandez, the NFL player, more is coming out about him and his gay lover in prison. Um, the gay lover and his, well, first of all, a picture of the gay lover, Kyle Kennedy, has now been released to the public. Um, he was apparently involved with Hernandez for at least a year. And Aaron Hernandez, according to Daily Mail, had gone to the prison that they were staying in to ask if Kennedy and Hernandez could be roommates. Wow. Initially, the prison said yes, but then changed the order. Um, Kennedy and he, Kennedy is 22 years old. He's serving three to five years for armed robbery. And Kennedy and his attorney have now asked that the love note that Hernandez left him be handed over. Hernandez gave Kennedy a $50,000 watch and other property shortly before he took his life. Mm. Now, can you really call it a gay lover? I know we talked about this before the show. Can you call it a gay lover if it's in prison? Now, you know I'm a Sopranos fanatic, right? Oh, my God, yes. I just finished that series for the first time. The like Sopranos for the first time? I only watched, I know, this is really bad, but I, over the years when it was actually on in the early 2000s, I watched like a season here, a season there. But, you know, that was kind of before you had like HBO Go yeah. and you had the episodes on demand. Sure. So I didn't follow it all the way through. I just finished like rewatching from start to finish. And it I is an it. amazing show. Well, let me tell you, according to Tony, you get a pass for that. You get a pass for that. You get a pass if you're in prison, but you have to be in there for a long term. Because well, he had a session with Dr. Melfi, and she was like, you know, saying how, you remember in The Sopranos how the yes, one guy um, came, he got caught in the gay club um, pussy. in a leather bar? No, no not Big not, Pussy. Yeah, right. I but, know um, Oh, who was the other Guido. one? Guido. Uh, no, no. What's, yeah, Guido. No. No, What's it wasn't name? him. It was, um, oh, my God. Damn. I know exactly who you're, I completely can see him. You remember? And then they killed him? 
Yes, I know. Exactly okay. Anyway, so basically, Everybody what happened? Everybody listening will know too. Exactly, and I should know this. I watch it all the time. You even still st- do? Yeah, it's really? bad. Huh? I watch it right before bed all the time. I've got a good. Okay, go That's ahead. Then go-to. I got a good documentary I watched last night on police uh, corruption that I think you should watch. But anyway, so basically, I'm just saying, like you know, Tony was saying that they get a pass for that, and I just think like if you're in prison, like three to five, that's not a very outrageously long stretch. Well, so you what, just yeah. want some dick on three to five. Now you got a life term. Okay, so you think this guy, this is his lover, by the way. This is Kyle Kennedy. So you think this guy wanted some God, dick. It's like so his, confusing. He was I mean, he's covered five. in tattoos from top to bottom. He's not good looking. He's, he's not got very acne. Good looking. I wonder it's who was the top really... and who was the bottom. Probably Hernandez was the top. He's <laughs> kind of bigger than that guy. This is them together. Oh, that's a whole lot of neck and neck tattoos. I know. He's and not teardrops. attractive. Um, but anyway, the well, you know, more about this story has come out that apparently there was going to be the reason that Aaron Hernandez may have killed the first uh, guy that was his fiance's cousin is that guy was getting ready to out him as bisexual, and that Aaron Hernandez had actually had a long history of being bisexual and had had a gay lover before, and that is what led to the murders, the anger, the gang joining the gang is. Which I feel like kind of okay, makes perfect sense. Okay, minus the murders, sense. that is such a hot story. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And that is, shit is so fucking hot. Okay, minus the murder part. Why he got to mess it all up about murdering folks? He could have had a good life. I mean, he could have had a great life. Like, he'd signed a $44 million contract. Oh, Jesus. I know, I is know. Is it that bad to come out as gay? In the NFL? I guess so. I mean, I... I don't know. See, my thing is, I think once more this story comes out, I have more empathy for Aaron Hernandez. I mean, I have empathy for the families of the people that were murdered. I mean, clearly, I think if this is true, yeah, Hernandez did a lot of this because he couldn't face his sexuality. He couldn't face, you know, his father died young. But I think hearing this makes more sense Mm -hmm. as to why the out, you know, the outrageous temper and trying to run from this. Yeah. I mean, I. It just, it floors me that people struggle so much with sexuality, but I get it. Well, the interesting thing, when I was having that little fling with a girl, remember, for like yeah. eight or nine months, I was like in the closet. I didn't want to be found out about that, because that I thought that was bad for my brand. Me messing around with a girl? Oh, my God. I would lose all my jobs. <laughs> you know? all my jobs. Like, you know, I'm like the gay well, best friend in your head type of guy. Mm-hmm. If people knew that I was running around with a girl, that messed my whole shtick up. Well, uh, Aaron Hernandez may have felt the same way. Yeah. And so uh, we may set to know more about it from the gay lover, Kyle Kennedy, who may reveal more. And uh, Cheyenne Jenkins Hernandez was the fiancé, and they have the four-year-old daughter together, and apparently the cousin that Hernandez first murdered was getting ready to tell her that he was bi. Ooh. I know. Yikes. God, but to kill somebody over that? I know. It's so, uh, such a sad story. Um, how do you feel about this? We, we talk a lot about um, drinking and Weight Watchers points, mm-hmm. and we kind of make light of it. But mm-hmm. I, I thought this was fascinating, and I should get my brother on the phone because he's, he's been five years sober and in the program and, and works the program all the time. But uh, there's a new group that supports um, and encourages alcoholics to continue drinking throughout their treatment instead of going cold turkey. And the whole thing is, is that many alcoholics can actually learn moderation. And lots of times what happens is people go, cold turkey stop then when they go out drinking again they're more likely to die so this group is trying to teach people to drink in moderation instead of the 12 step you think that's a good idea um there's a certain logic to it you know before i left for la i hadn't been i'm not an alcoholic first of all but i hadn't been drinking at all for like two weeks before i left for la 
And I went to the Abbey on Sunday, and I had three drinks, and I was stumbling around. Oh, yeah, 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 because you hadn't been drinking. After three drinks, I'm like, what? I mean, this is a fascinating and obviously very controversial discussion. Uh, Their group is called Moderation Management, and it's based out of Chicago, Illinois, and they provide private therapy. Um, I don't know. You know, to me, I think if you can find a place where you could drink in moderation, you're not really an alcoholic. Because I think you and I probably both know people who can't drink even a little. Do you? Do you you have people that in your life that you know that you would... I mean, I know many people that I'm like, there's no way. If this person has one drink, they have eight. Absolutely. There's no, like, oh, I'm going to have one drink and walk away. Right. And I don't even really know if I agree with this type of therapy because you really don't need alcohol to sustain yourself. So I don't really know. I mean, I feel like most people that I talk to that have given it up. Actually, I have a friend that was an alcoholic. He went to the meetings. Yeah. He gave it up for two years. And he invited me to a dinner party at his house a couple weeks ago. And he was drinking wine. Really? Not the way he used to. But he had about... Three glasses of wine. Do you think, okay, when you saw that, were you concerned or do you feel? Do you yeah, feel like I said, what gives? St- He's like, well, I'm not drinking liquor anymore and I just drink a little, I drink this nice wine. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, you know what I mean? Because from there with him, it was like, you know, the wine led to the Patron, led to puffing on a joint, led to blowing rails, you know what I mean? Like, that was his thing. So I feel like the alcohol, if you were formerly a drug addict, kind of leads you back to the drug. I I mean, look, I'm not an alcoholic, although I do feel like as there was a time in my life when I drank a lot. And I realized that my drinking was out of control. I mean, I was going out every weekend and drinking and then being hungover half the next week. And I was like, it just didn't feel good. There was no... Um, but I was also like that with food. And then when I went to mindful living therapy... It became about moderation in every aspect of my life. Mm -hmm. And for me, though, I just never even realized that you could be moderate about drinking, eating, going out, like nothing. I never, that concept didn't even exist to me. So once I learned it, I was like, okay, now I can easily have a drink. I have a glass of wine a couple times a week and that's it. Or two drinks at the max. Because I don't like anymore the way it makes me feel or what I end up saying or doing or, you know. I don't either. And and not to keep harping on L.A., but that was my most recent experience. And going out there this time with a clear head was a totally new experience for me. Because before this, I've always come home early from L.A. Like, if I have a trip booked for a week. Why? I'm like, because I'm so fucked up. I mean, you know. I was so hungover. I was like, I got to get home or else they're going to have to shift the body. And, like, how would they ship me back? Like, I better get on this plane and carry my ass back to the East Coast. So this time was a totally different experience. Um, That's great. Because I had total clarity. The most I ever drank one night was the three drinks at the Abbey. Oh, that's great. I was kind of, as this guy called me, white girl wasted. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what is that man? I am talking about. I'm just having fun. Right? (laughs) I think that's offensive. Right. Like, in a good way. But, I mean, I, I mean... That, he was having yeah. fun. You remember that um, that boomerang? <laughs> yeah, he's fine. He, yes, the cute boomerang that you did with the, the woman. Right. So when I was doing that, the guy said I was white girl wasted. <laughs> I was like, no white girl can catch this beat. Ha, ah, get it, get it, get it, get it. You saw that unison? That I'm sorry. <laughs> that unison was right, wasn't it? That was, 
sick. Oh, that boomerang was sick. Check out Paul Wharton's style on Instagram. You see it for yourself. Please. Uh, and by the way, you can always tweet us. Um, it's Paul Wharton on Twitter and at HeyFrage if you think that the moderation drinking group would work. Um, I'm also still obsessed with this story about the Maryland YouTube parents, Daddy05. Um, there's a big update on them. They had to delete their entire YouTube channel since last week when we told you about this story and talked about it. Um, Heather Martin and Mike Martin are the husband and wife. Um, they're the ones that were yelling at their son, Cody, and they used to have 750,000 subscribers, although that's way down. Now there's just one video left on their site. Here's a little clip of them uh, basically apologizing. Mm. How ironic! I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a caller-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani Show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani Podcast. Enjoy. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right. <laughs> You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. 
10 years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their Conception for Her and Conception for Him formula, which Shman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for Her Fertility Aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it, and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon, or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's two zero. During this week, we've had a, a, a lot of time to stand back, to jump out of character, and to see what we've done and to see how we've come across. And Heather's like crying. In this I time. understand how everyone feels. I, I acknowledge and, and I respect how everyone feels about this and I do agree that we put things on the internet that should not be there. We did things that we should not do. And as a mother over the last week, looking back at the videos and just thinking about things, if I didn't know the people and I saw some of those things, I would be thinking the same thing. Well, did you watch your videos? Like, oh my God, those poor children. Okay, well, didn't you watch? Wow. Anyway, she goes on and on. They have about a two uh, and about a three-minute apology. Um, this so what's the, the goal in this apology? Like, take us back. We, we want to do more, and we, we're going to change. Uh, well, they say they're in therapy now, and they've had to hire a crisis management team to get them through this because their kids are getting death threats at school. They're getting death threats. The kids are being bullied. And now there's a GoFundMe because one of the siblings, uh, the actual biological mother, lives in uh, North Carolina. So there's a GoFundMe me with about $17,000 to help this woman get an attorney and then win custody back from Mike Martin of their one child. YouTubers have also reported the Martins to Child Protective Services and law enforcement officials in Maryland who say they're looking into it. Hmm. Oh, oh my God. Um, and in a petition asking Child Protective Services in Maryland to reinvestigate the Martins and take the kids away now has 17,000 signatures as well. Well, I don't know if the kids need to go away. I think people make mistakes and they're obviously owning it. 
and they're putting it out there and you know I say give them a chance to fix it first before you take the kids away. Well, let me ask you this. So then then other people, because obviously I never watched their website before, but um, since that, since this whole thing has come out, there's been other videos um, where they would actually have one of the kids smack the other kid in the face. Oh, jeez. Do you think that? Yeah, that's kind of crazy. I, I mean. I take all that shit back what I just said. Take the damn kids away. <laughs> No, but, you know, I work with D.C. Child and Family Services for many, many years. You know, I do that annual fashion show with them. Yeah. With their foster youth that are at risk. They're, they're aging out also. They're 16 to 21. I mean, and most of those kids have grown up uh, in, in group homes. No, in group uh. homes. They, they've been in the system their whole lives. Uh. So, I mean, taking the kids away from a situation that could potentially be fixed, I mean, they could just be being silly and making some bad choices because they found that they're this little family living out in the sticks and they found a way to make a living off of these silly little videos. So, right. you know. I know. Oh my God, I want to go to that program because I'm going to adopt some kids. <laughs> so I'm ready to take these kids in. Yeah? Yeah, are they ready to be, to, I, I'm sure they're all still like, they still want adoption, right? They don't want to live in the group home, right? Yeah, what, the 16 to 21? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I was going to say, well, yeah, hey, I was thinking about get them 16 because then, no, I'm not going to say. Okay. Well, you know, because they can help me drive, get me home, you know. <laughs> no, but if I bring one in, oh, you got to help me around the house. Look, you got to take the trash out. I'm going to do the same thing my mother made me okay, do. Okay, I don't think you can adopt the kid to then have it be your driver. No, <laughs> I do not want to get mail from people. Would you stop? That's why I try to stop this. I Though. No, That's but you know, so they would be my constant companion. Oh my god, you you crack me up. And in the meantime, I'd sit in the back and let them drive me. <laughs> it's not what we're They give to them lots to. of love. Take them to dinner and spoil them. You know, I'll take them over to Norsham's. <laughs> I don't even go to Norsham's. Where'd that come from? Does anybody go to Nordstrom's anymore? Yes, I do. Nordstrom's Rack, you know, is like the having men's record clothes are sales. horrible at Nordstrom's. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Nordstrom's and Nordstrom's Rack, or I just the whole thing? I don't know anything about that other one you just said. <laughs> the other one, Nordstrom's. Oh, <laughs> um, well, I go, yeah. yeah. But where do you shop for men's clothing usually? Hmm, that's interesting. Well, I have all my suits made, and then, oh, well, my go-to is Zara. Zara does have really good stuff. Let me stuff. tell you something. It's right yeah. around the corner from my office. If somebody calls with a cute option, they're like, can you be here in 40 minutes? And I'm at the office. You know, I only live like five minutes away, but You're that's like, driving us yes, in traffic. Be there. I can walk right over to Zara, get me a cute little outfit. It's always in the budget. And you just get the outfit and you go on and pull Zara yourself together and you go. Is good. I mean, they do yeah. have great stuff. I like them. Um, so I love this too. There was a big survey of 2,500 people, 10 things you should never ever do during sex. Mm, okay. I need to learn. I'm trying to get better at everything, including my sex life. So talk to me about Really? This. Yeah. I want to get better. Okay. I'm hitting the gym. I feel like you're probably already pretty good. I'm pre well, I try, but maybe I'll learn something today. I like when you called me a lazy lover one time. <laughs> Did I say lover? Do you still think that? Do you think that I don't really put a lot of effort in in bed? I don't really know because I, I mean, haven't. You've seen my hoo-ha. <laughs> I know you weren't like responding to it being like fiddled with. So <laughs> you just, I was like, well, do you feel anything? Is there any <laughs> sensation down there? The woman is rubbing, you know, baby powder on your punani. Like, and she's just like, yeah, anyway, so I think I'll have one more margarita, and then, I don't know, what do you have planned? You got, I'm like, uh, and I even said to you, do you feel that? The woman was rubbing baby powder on you, mm -hmm. right yeah, down no, there. That didn't even really get me going, yeah, no. Wow. Interesting. So, our, I mean, you know. Let me just say, I'm a 10. I put forth a ton of effort. 
But what you do know, you want to do? Really Forward, back, pillows, <laughs> floor, name it. Yeah, sometimes, I mean, <laughs> you know, I hate to keep going back to HBO show quotes, but, you know, from Sex and the City, the, was it the movie? Yeah, when Miranda said to Steve, like, just get it over with. You remember that? Oh, yeah, he's just like, kidding. He kept wanting to change physicians. I mean, sometimes I have those moments, right? Yeah, you're like, just get it over just with. come on. I'm trying okay. to sleep. Well, here is the survey of 2,000 people living across Europe and America, and here's what they most hated happening during sex, being called the wrong name. Paul, has anyone been making love to you and gone, no. Steve? <laughs> no. <Never. laughs> they might have gone, Laura. Shaniqua. Shaniqua. You rocking my world, Shaniqua? What? What you call me? It's going to cost you an extra hundred. <laughs> but you know, it is nice when they leave a little something on the nightstand. What? I mean, I have to get... you having sex with? I have I to get my get coffee out. and stuff. No, but what I used to date, I used to date this guy. Like no, but these are people that I'm dating, you know, that I'm I would like, date. But, you know, and they're like, oh, I'm doing this business lunch. And nah, 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 nah. I'm like, oh, you're going to lunch. If you tell me you're going to a lunch, you better leave 200s on my nightstand because I want to go to lunch, too, and a nice lunch. Oh, I was thinking, like, maybe a little love note or something. Absolutely not. Who wants a love note? <laughs> I know how you feel about me. So you would like $200. So you For lunch, but I always spend lunch. it on lunch or something. Oh, no, oh, my God. You correct me. I'm yeah, I had this one. Um, yeah, I had this one boyfriend that I was seeing. I don't know if I should tell this, but... Um, yes, you should. That's how it all starts. one boyfriend I was seeing, and we had this day planned. Oh, we were supposed to do this. <laughs> oh, we're, and I had been seeing him for a while. And uh, so we had our little morning mo moment, you know. Sure. Intimate moment. And he says, oh, my God, I feel so bad. But, you know, I've got to go to New York. And I've got to cancel our day. And I just looked at him like he was crazy. And he was like, what can I do to make it up to you? And I said... Go to the bank and get me $3,500 and $100 bills and leave it there on the table. What? And he did. What? what? Oh my God. And I How took a picture you? of it and I texted it to like three of my girlfriends. I'm like, bitches, we about to, <laughs> we hit the jackpot today. We going out. Oh yeah. I mean, I'll you treat, yeah. must be doing magic there. Listen. I mean, oh my God. Everybody's got a number. They're going to talk about me. I know they're going to talk about me, but hey. Wow. He we need a demonstration. I, I, he canceled the plans. That's what it took that day. This could be why I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> Having thought about this a little bit more and having this conversation this with you. This is definitely why. Oh, my the God. The word on the street, this is not going to help me. This is not going to help you. Oh, my God. Um, the other thing that people, a couple other things that people found that they hated to happen during sex was someone walking in on you. Someone farting quietly. Oh, oh that's horrible. Is that oh. happened? I, try, I don't think that's ever happened to that's me. That's never happened. It almost <laughs> Almost happened to Irene, she says. Um, someone, uh, okay, also bending the penis the wrong way. I'm trying to think if I've ever been with someone who, no. Has that ever happened? Um, someone peeing a little. I feel like, oh, my God. I have a now girlfriend that might to who, who has peed. Yeah, yeah, and that's just like, and the guy was like, oh, my God. Um, being asked to film the act, being kissed on the feet, okay. someone burping. Oh, that's not so bad. And being sneezed on. Who Ooh. the hell sneezes on you mid lovemaking? Has anyone ever sneezed on you like, hold on, and then like, no. like oh, some things you just don't do. Uh, no, no sneezing, no burping. Although burping really wouldn't bother me that bad. 
burping. farting thing is like not that is unappetizing. But here's the thing: right? most people say that they would what they would love most is for people to introduce food in the bedroom. So does your love making routine usually, or has it? I mean, I think everyone's experimented with food, right? Some whipped cream, some strawberries, some whipped chocolate. Cream makes a lot of mucus. <laughs> I think we should all. Talk okay. Ooh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, this survey also revealed the most common sexual mishaps. 13% of people said they had a muscle cramp during lovemaking. Mm-hmm. 11% said they had sex only lasting a couple of minutes, which was super disappointing. And 10% knocked something over. Or fell off the bed. Fell off the bed was also on there That's as well. Happened. 6% have fallen off a bed or a sofa. Oh, that hurts too. Yeah. When you fall off the bed. Oh, God. See, I get down like that. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't had a lot of those experiences. I mean, there have there been mishaps? Well, maybe um, in the morning. Oh, my. Oh, shit. Did I ever tell you this? Which one? Oh, God. Did I tell you this? Oh, I. Okay. You want to know about my biggest mishap ever during. Yes, uh, during. First of all, what ever happened on? to a one night stand? Do they don't I happen miss anymore? Those. To me, they don't. <laughs> I mean, I used to go meet someone at a bar when I lived in New York and I was in my 20s, early 20s. <laughs> And I would go to a bar. People are too worried. They're going to have to leave you like $500. Not many people have that cash on them. No, 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 no. That was only a long-term relationship. What do you think I am? You know, a rent boy? No, not happening. Uh, But if you were to stick with me for long-term, you got to get your finances together. Okay. So that's a whole other story. But so I meet this guy at a bar. I'm living in New York City. Okay. Um, It turns out that he is a singer in in a group of a male group New that edition. is very popular. No, 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 no. no. In sync. No, would you stop? Lance Bass. No, no, no. You wouldn't know oh this. Oh my God. Jesus, I can't even <laughs> tell my story. <laughs> I'm not gonna have everybody in the world hate me off this podcast. See, you haven't even gotten in any trouble. People love you. In fact, you talk about them and then they invite you to their house. That's true. So we could be going to Lance's. No, it's not Lance. Okay. So anyway, but it is a popular group. They're not popular like that. So this guy comes back to my house. Cute, 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 tall. I lived in Harlem on 122nd Street. We have this great night, you know, so much fun. The morning light is peeking through the window. Ooh, okay. I'm rolled over on my right-hand side, and the guy is right behind me. But what I realize is I'm looking right down at the floor almost, like I'm on the edge of the bed. Oh, God. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? He's like all up on me, and I'm on the edge of the bed, and there's like a... Like a king-size bed. Oh, my God. And I'm like, well, you need to back up a little bit. Yeah. So I start, like, nudging back and moving my elbow a little bit. And the more I nudge, the tighter he gets on me. So I'm like, well, what the hell is going on? (laughs) Something is going on, okay? I'm serious. I was like, I sat up in bed like, what the fuck? What's happening here? So did he have a fetish of, like, pushing you off the bed? So I go, you know how you go to, like, pat the bed to show somebody to like move so when I went to pat the bed my fucking hand was soaking oh and he peed the bed the boy pissed at my bed oh. he peed my bed and then didn't even get up oh. all he did is move out of his puddle of pee closer over to me oh my god that is hysterical have that you just ever seen Medea go crazy in one of those diary of a mad black no, woman movies no I've never watched one I gotta have watch you one. ever seen a black mother or woman go crazy cause I it wasn't even like a man thing. I went like to the ancestors <laughs> I went to the women in Alabama that raised my mama <laughs> like 
I went so crazy. I drug his ass up out that bed. I was like, you pissed my motherfucking bed. Oh, hell no. Everybody get up. Get up. Pull these sheets off. We had to pull the sheets off. I had to get a new mattress. I mean, I flipped the mattress, but I couldn't. It wouldn't. It was too much. Psychologically, you couldn't do it. No. And then it's so interesting because that was in the very beginning of his career. And like... Six months later, I see them on like an award show singing, and it's the guy who wet my bed. And I'm like, he pissed my bed. Christopher Knight. No. <laughs> I'm not that old. No, I know, but who else was you in wouldn't a point have, You wouldn't know him by name. I'll tell you later. All right, I can't wait. Um, so this woman, her husband may be going to jail for life for her murder, all because of her Fitbit. Oh, God. These Fitbits, they track all your data. This is in Cal- This is in uh, Connecticut. A woman um, who was murdered, Connie uh, Debate, or Dabit, sorry, Dabit, um, now police believe that she was killed by her husband, Richard. Richard claimed that Dabit, Connie, had left for a spin class on a morning, and, she, and he took their kids to school. Then he came back because he left something, only to find that an intruder had come in the house and murdered her. But here's the thing. Police are able to track Connie's Fitbit, and when he alleges, Richard alleges, that she must have been killed, they actually could track from that Fitbit. An hour later, there was still movement. So there's no way her timeline added up. By the way, there was no forced entry in the house, um, and then dogs came, never picked up the scent of somebody else. Mm. So uh, it's looking like oh, he's he did pretty it. guilty. But the Fitbit could, and he's set to go to court the 28th. But you know how in the movies, like mm. Sleeping with the Enemy or all these movies, and then in the end, when they see the person there and they call 911, and 911, can I help you? There's been a murder. There's been a shooting. Yeah. You know, someone's dead in the house and the person's standing right there, and then they hang up the phone and they shoot the person. Right. You know, that yeah, shit yeah, yeah. Like, can go left. What if something happens? What if the gun locks or something? You've oh, already called talking about the person's dead on the floor. And then your gun jams and you can't kill them. And yeah, you're, you're like, uh oh. When <laughs> keeping it real goes wrong, right? <laughs> I thought I had that one. I guess I misjudged that. Oh my god, that would be crazy. But this is really interesting, this about this Fitbit thing. Well, yeah, it Does would it be track like, her in the house? Did it just track her moving around in the house? I don't think it tracked her location. It the articles makes it sound like they just were able to tell that she was either she was still like clocking steps. Like there was some sort of movement. Okay. So she could not have been murdered when he said. Wow. I know. Yeah, Isn't that nuts? Guilty. I think he's pretty yeah. guilty, too. Um, several restaurants in D.C. got an undercover test to see if they were serving the correct seafood that they said they were. Twelve dishes at six seafood chains with locations in D.C., and they found that one-third of the samples were in the correctly labeled. Um, it was mild substitutions. Bobby Van Steakhouse, a dish advertised as rock shrimp tempura, uh, was a DNA match with white leg shrimp, which is typically a much t- cheaper farmed shrimp. Ooh. Yeah. Um, does that ever worry you, like, what you're... Uh, I hate that now. I'm I've always, never really thought about it until now. I know. I. It just really bums me out that some of this is, like, I don't know, not really... So what, you say Joe's Stone Crab as well, right? And I really like that place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too, right? So that's, like, Joe's Stone Crab, which is, um, you know, a really high-end place down on 15th. It's uh, Joe's Seafood Prime Steak and Stone Crab. Um, and they actually were tested as serving... Um, they had a tuna dish, uh, their uh, tuna tartare. Sorry, their tuna tartare was actually albacore tuna, which what? is half the price at wholesale. Yes, wait a minute, the albacore tuna from the man at the, yeah. the can at the store. Yeah. <laughs> yes, at the giant. Yes. Oh Jesus. Ah, uh, he is a Hawaiian. Expensive. 
word. Yeah, they're expensive at Joe's Stone Crab. I mean, that's like... Very. Oh, yeah. That's a whole situation. Uh, Joe's Seafood and Prime Steak and Stone Crab said, we have no knowledge of anything such as this happening at our restaurant. A spokesperson said that they'll look into their vendor, but they only vendor uh, highest quality products and ingredients. Okay, well, then how did that go wrong? I kind of believe that. I don't think that they would be trying to... I mean trying to pull pull over people's eyes because that's a good place that's a solid place yeah they probably just i mean it's one of those things right where you feel like you have a trusted vendor Mm -hmm. and you're not going to keep questioning the vendor every week right Mm. um the chilean sea bass though at joe's was a perfect genetic match so there you go Uh, many of the restaurant dishes pass with flying colors and including gordon biersch's yellowfin mccormick and schmick's chilean sea bass and ocean air's australian Barramundi. Okay. Um, were exactly as advertised. The snapper salsa verde on local seafoods menu was indeed snapper. And curiously, McCormick and Schmick's sesame crusted albacore tuna turned out to be yellowfin tuna, which is typically more expensive. Mm. So there you go. <laughs> you will get to the bottom of something, won't you? <laughs> I'm always obsessed with food. Like, I'm always, I really am. You see me. Like, I bring my lunch every yeah. day because I am really paranoid about what, Goes who's into your food. made it. Yeah. More like who's made it, where it was made. Because I don't know about you, but I, I have just, like, I don't know. I've seen, I've known people that work in the food business, and then you go to their house or you see Mm-mm. what they look like, and you're like, okay, they're making your food. And are they putting gloves on? I don't think so. <laughs> Very scary. Like, Very scary. Isn't that... Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, I wanted to see what you thought for this woman that needs advice. Uh, she says, um, Sarah, I'm really loving the new show. I've really appreciated in the past when you've mentioned that you get cold sores and how open and cool you are about them. I'd love to get some insight from you on dating with them. I got my first cold sore three or four years ago and told the guy I was casually seeing at the time. Luckily, he was cool with it, but we broke up. Then, fast forward, I ended up dating someone who stopped seeing me and told me that he couldn't continue seeing me because I had cold sores. I was under the impression that 50 to 80% of people have a cold sore virus. Do you guys have any advice on how... And when I need to disclose this. It's tough. What do Treatment you plan. I mean, she's going to have to figure out the fastest way to get over that. And then, you know, on those days, like, oh, I have a business trip. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to Atlanta for a couple of days. I mean, as soon as you feel that tingle, like, you're, you're out. But really, you're just at home working on yourself. I get them, like, every once in a while. And I'm trying to think, I just don't kiss Dan. And I feel like I just disclosed it. I don't know. I feel like I, I never think it's a big deal because I do think a lot of people have them. Um, you just don't kiss the person when you have a cold sore. And if someone breaks up with you for that, I feel like that was the out they were looking for. I've never you know had I mean? one, but I feel very, I feel a lot of compassion for people that do, man. Oof. Some people get, like, really big ones. Oof. Yeah. I don't get, like, really big How ones. How long do they take to go away? Oh, like a week, at least. Well, I, I mean. I get them if I'm stressed. So what's your advice then to her? Because I'm a little stuck My on this My advice is just own it. I just think that... I mean, I would just disclose when I was having an outbreak. I don't think I would lead on the second or third date. By the way, I have simplex two or simplex one herpes. Like, who cares? Everybody's got it. But when you have an outbreak, I think you have to go, oh, my God, okay, I'm having a cold sore. I can't kiss you. And if the person is, like, uncomfortable with that, I'm, what? Yeah. I don't know. I'd be like, I'm sorry. I've, I mean, haven't you dated all kinds of people? I mean, I've lived with someone who couldn't get an erection. I, mean, right. I didn't live with the person. That's but, horrible. Yeah, now I that mean, nothing now is that cannot happen. You are uncomfortable. Nothing is stranger than dating somebody for four months who every time you went to hook up would say he couldn't get an erection and then would tell me he was saving it for later. That was odd. 
<laughs> or or they make it make you feel like it's like your duty to try to work that out. You know, like all right, you're not getting me hard yet. No, you're not getting yourself hard. Yeah, yet. that is. Seems like you need to go see <laughs> see somebody <laughs> about your situation. You I know? say just own it. Yeah. I'm sorry. I mean, send him a picture of me with a cold sore as a valentine. Yeah, it happens to a lot of people. Yeah, it happens to a lot of people. Get over yourself. You know, drink clean, eat clean, and get your Abriva, right? Yeah, get your Abriva. Yeah, get you put Abriva. a little of that on. Put a little bit on. Yeah. And, you know, take that time for yourself, though. If that really bothers you, I mean, take that time for yourself. And once you commit to, like, living with someone, they already know it anyway, and you're over I, the hump. That's the my. I mean, please. There's so many worse things I could give you. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. A blowjob with teeth would be one. Yeah. Hey, that'd be pretty bad. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> pretty bad. I just say things to shock you sometimes. Um, so Sunday we've got a big our first drunch party, our first drinking. Oh brunch. my gosh! I hope people you come. Ready? It's gonna be fun. Primetime Sports Grill. I've got a special outfit for you and me. Okay. To wear on Sunday. <laughs> as I look, as I give Irene a side eye, like ain't nobody told me nothing about no outfit. <laughs> Just a little thing. Just a little thing. Um, look, it's open to everybody. We're going to be doing giveaways. We have uh, a month free core power yoga. Tickets to the Hey Fraser Live podcast show. We're all having brunch together from 12 to 3. Um, you can check out our Facebook We will page. be drunch, huh? Yeah, we're going to be drunch. We're going to be drinking mimosas. 12 to 3. Is it bottomless mimosa? It is Set bottomless. Set the what's the, what's the food Bottomless like? mimosa. They have a big, um, they do their buffet. buffet. Wow. So they have eggs, omelets, and they have sports like playing. It. And they have sports playing, which I don't know. Are there any... Um, Who's playing uh, any uh, games? I'm going to a playoff game tonight, the Wizards playoff game. You are? I am. Oh, my God, I love that. I love... My feet on the hardwood. Front row, baby, look for me. That's true. Right down there. You'll be making eyes with one of those players. Making eyes, honey, trying to lock the deal down. Don't. They'll probably kill you. They don't want to be outed as gay. I'll I'll never have to out them if they leave me (laughs) $3,500 on a nice day. It could be our little secret. Okay, now this week. But see, the thing about the money is you have to do something like with your friends or just for fun. You can't like keep the money and like put it on like AT and T and your Amex or something like that. You got to just spend it. Yeah, you got to use it for fun. Oh, really? I would save it. I'd be like, oh, thanks. You're buying me my next stock investment. (laughs) Snapchat IPO. Okay. Right. Well, then you're like a high class prostitute. Oh, that's fine. That's responsible. I would love to pretend to be like a high class prostitute. That'd be awesome. I would love to see how much I could get from people if I was trying to solicit them for sex. What do you think? Why pretend I resist? I love it. <laughs> I don't know. Give Dan a good night, and then the next morning yeah, when he's about to leave for work, just kind of roll gifts. over and and tap on the coffee table. Oh, yeah, he does. I mean, I make him. You know, he makes all of my meals, so that's oh, really that's nice. nice. Yeah, he does. You don't have a good thing going on. He does all my laundry. He does all the dishes. Wait, hold up. Really? Yes. How come you don't do it? You're lazy. No, I, honest to God, he like wants to. He just like takes care of the household. Honestly. And then he goes to work full time? <laughs> wow. I make the bed. I make the bed. And I get a green clean uh, cleaning service to do my part. To do the bathroom and stuff? Yeah. You got a good thing going. <laughs> wow. He's amazing. So you will use a dish and leave it in the sink? Yes. He does all the dishes at night, yeah. And he cooks. He comes home and cooks and does the dishes. I do most of the cooking. He's trying to take a cooking class because he didn't really learn to cook when he grew up. So he doesn't do a lot of the cooking. I do more of that. Okay. But um, but then he does all the cleanup and he does all the laundry. He'd be a great dad then. I know. You might as well have a kid with him. You don't have to do shit. <laughs> <laughs> Just have the baby and give it to Dan. 
All right, now I'm going to go out. Now, you know, y'all good? I need to go out. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Uh, look, all right, we'll see you on Sunday. Um, please, please, please download and subscribe to us on iTunes under Hey Fresh Podcast. Leave us a review. That really, really helps. Um, and then, too, uh, last week when Paul and I were here, a friend of mine, Carly Mentlick, is, you guys know I'm really into mindfulness. Um, she runs a really great practice out in California where she actually helps parents teach their teens and preteens about mindfulness and especially about positive body image so she did a little interview with us and we wanted to play it for you right now if you want to find out more info about her it's carly it's carly mentlick m-e-t-l-i-k dot com on her website she has a really cool thing and these really great things called chakra girls that help you and your kids talk about mindfulness talk about eating disorders powerful body image and getting self-esteem so carly is on next that sounds awesome Carly, I'm really excited to have you on the podcast because um, we talk about it all the time on this show. I love mindfulness, and it's one of those things that I wish I had learned about even when I was younger, but I didn't get the chance to do that. And you have this amazing project going where you actually help parents. And is the focus really on teen girls, but you kind of help parents give their kids that mindfulness and conscious living at a young age? I mean, the mission is really the girls, and it's even, it's definitely um, supporting tween girls, even younger, before they even, I want to equip girls as young as possible, so even before they become teens. And at that time, what I learned from my practice is the parents really also need the help. They're still the one that's the voice. Like, anytime I counsel the tween girl, the parent, I'd bring in the parent, too, eventually, because they need the help too and they need the support to be able to give that like you said that mindfulness um for their girls and also for themselves you know i think practicing it yourself is one of the best ways to be a teacher yeah so tell me this like what specifically do you find right now that young kids young girls really need from their parents what are the big issues that are coming up is it weight is it um you know pressure on social media what are some of the big themes I mean, those are definitely the big themes. I would say even like an overarching thing is that it all comes down to is, you know, being able to connect to who you truly are and to be your self-worth. So that does become skewed and there's all kinds of messages when you get social media involved and then, you know, weight gets tied into that. And what is that? What am I supposed to do? Who am I? You know, that's all the time when you're exploring who you are um, and you're getting all these different messages. So, I mean, one of the, the foundational things that I like to even start with is creating that safe space at home. So when you're getting all of these messages, when there's all these crazy things going on, that you can have a place where you know you can always be yourself and you're always accepted and you can always, you know, kind of go to decompress and to have your roots. Um, So that's one of the first most foundational ways that I love uh, to help parents help help their daughters. I think one of the coolest things, too, that you're doing and are on your website is this really neat thing where you developed called the Chakra Girls. Yeah, thank you. Tell me, tell us more about that. Um, well, for me, like, like I had a similar path as you where, you know, I would have loved to have learned all these things. And that's part of, you know, my passion for bringing it to girls at such a young age. And when I was on my path of uh, learning yoga, I'm also a, a yoga teacher and I study actively practice and study yoga still, um, I really gravitated towards and the chakra system and it's it's dynamic it's fun there's and it just makes sense and it was so transformational 
to my own growth um, that I started using it in my practice with with girls. I mean, and even younger, I've taught chakras to you know, even four and five year olds. You know, I think there's all different applications. But I started using it to to as a framework to help teach personal growth and all these different kinds of tools um, to girls. Um, and then these. Uh, the characters developed out of that, you know, how can I yeah. really bring this to them in a successful way, this fun way where they can really relate to it um, and then also learn these really valuable concepts at the same time. And then it's also kind of taken on a bigger mission where, you know, I want to contribute to a type of superhero that can be really empowering for girls and their unique self. Well, you offer some free resources, and then you also will take on client um, parents as clients over email, so they can actually email you if something comes up with their kid. Um, tell us where people can find you and how yeah. they can kind of get a consultation with you. Yeah, um, well, my website is carlymetlife.com, and you can um, access all, like you said, they have a resource library that gives you all different free tools uh, to start introducing mindfulness teaching these concepts a lot it's also you know based in positive psychology and how can you develop the positive aspects and the strength of your daughter and help her use that to create a foundation carly i love it thank you so much for being on the show and for sharing this and it's carly so mentlick i really appreciate it oh you were great and and it's c-a-r-l-y-m-e-n-t-l-i-c or l-i-k.com so carly thank you again great mission and so glad we connected be listening. Live from the nation's pop culture at its best. No need a second guess. Separated from the rest. Entertaining nonetheless. Many topics to address. Sarah, she's so glamorous. The number one.